we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. We're your hosts. I'm the female. Oops. I mean, I'm Willow Truman. <laughs> I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And today... We- <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> we are talking about something absolutely ridiculous. Very proud of the title of this episode. Gotta admit, didn't come up with it myself. The person that came up with it, we will be hearing from later. Yep. Yes. <laughs> As we know... Um, I like to cover weird shit that I sourced from X, the paranormal board on 4chan. Yeah. Yeah. We covered the uh, Lacerda files, the Kyle Odom manifesto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually learned about Jane Led from a thread on Christian mysticism on the X board. Huh. Yeah. When you go on X, you'll find all sorts of crazy stuff. You'll also find that certain topics get recycled on a near daily basis and thrown into threads labeled as generals. These include, but aren't limited to, the divination general, where you can ask people to pull tarot cards for you or divine for you, Uh, the succubus general, which is a thread dedicated to helping people learn how to summon demons to have sex with them. Hell yeah. There's the nobody general, the somebody general, all sorts of generals. What? what, Move on. Go ahead. (laughs) No. An exploration of 4chan's paranormal board and the threads in it could honestly constitute its own episode. But we're going to zero in on one particular general thread that I've I've been avoiding because it just wasn't the right time to cover it. But now, now it is. is. Is it? It's time. Okay. Sequoia, I know that you browse X sometimes. Do you? Oh, do you? From time to time, perhaps. From time to time. Have you ever come across the semen retention general thread? No, but I have thrown sigils at the 4chan paranormal board and said, hey, boys, do me a solid and jerk off about this for me. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Outsourcing, baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you're listening to this the day of release, um, that's a funny way to put it. Uh, It's Wednesday, (laughs) November 1st. It's the first day of No Nut November. You're not getting a Halloween special this year. (laughs) Instead, you're going to listen to us talk for over an hour about cum. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Today, we're looking at Project Blue Balls, which is a great term just to describe the recent uptick in people practicing semen retention, specifically these online communities. There's so many of them. It's like, it's a thing that I think has really been helped along by the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also I hate the term semen retention. I don't know what else to call this. I know, not jerking off. Yeah, um, not coming. Yeah. I don't, Still honestly, not thine when people talk about it online, they'll just, uh, they'll, they'll just say SR. They don't want to type it out. Right, because it's so fucking gross. You know, it, the, it's not even the semen part. It's the retention part. <laughs> yes. It's the fucking grossest thing like, I've ever heard in my life. Uh yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> honestly, it's not an internet specific, 4chan specific phenomenon at all. It, sure, it's been around the internet for a while, you know, no fap. I hate that I even have to say the word fap on our podcast, but oh, I God. just did it. I, I just did it twice it so within much. 10 seconds. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Interestingly, r slash semen retention 
the Reddit board for it. It currently has 144,000 members. They're on their Book of Revelation shit over there. <laughs> it's very biblical. 144,000. Why? They're following God. Um, but beyond its digital presence, uh, this this idea of holding your, your sacred seed, it's existed in religious and mystical circles way before the internet even ever existed. I'll tell you right now, current studies show that this 100,000 all getting prostate cancer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. See, it's very confusing and contradictory when you look up information about this because, you know, it's it's bad to jerk off too much because that'll warp your sexuality and you're wasting your vital life force that could have been recycling up your spine. But there's also research to suggest that it's bad if you're not jerking off or coming enough. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. In 2014, researchers from Harvard found that uh, men who ejaculated 21 or more times a month had a 31% lower risk of prostate cancer. I don't know how that's quantified because I'm not a scientist, but, you know. I well, there's a base it. level, you know, risk. <clears throat> it's one of the biggest killers of men. Yes. It's a bad one. So exactly what is the truth here? That's that's what I want to get to the bottom of. What's the perfect amount of coming? Is what's, there a beautiful middle ground where you can still? What's the truth between yeah. between scientific studies and magic powers that go up your spine? Right. Well, we'll find that a lot of these practitioners retention isn't necessarily about holding it forever. It's about having sex more. Saving it for the right woman. Yeah, saving it for the right time. <sighs> yeah. Look, I you know you know like because. When you hold it, you're growing your body of light, man. Is is there a way that you can still grow your body of light, but, you know, maybe dump your load into a woman every now and then? Well, sure, of course. Mm. <laughs> Later on in the episode, uh, we're going to be hearing from two men who actually practice semen retention. You did journalism for this. Yeah, I did. You conducted interviews. Well. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe that's generous. I... I talked to people. You, you talked to a couple of people. I, I sent some questions. We, we talked at length about, about a lot of fun things. Um, <laughs> I think that we'll discover that whatever the perfect amount of coming is, it's very personal. <laughs> it, it really depends on every individual to figure that out for themselves, really. How about you just don't fucking worry about it? Because <laughs> sex is an important part of life. Don't I know it? Yes. Before Fucking, we, what? Just the only way you can build your body of light is through teaching you discipline. There's other ways to do it. This is a good way, though. It's a silly way. It's a classic way. This is all silly. It's the way that mystics have been doing it for ages. Fine. Fine. Before we get into the main part of the episode, I'm going to edge everybody a little more. Hold off. Because uh, first we need to pull out our tarot deck. I was like, I was writing bits for this episode. I was writing jokes. Then I had some good ones too. Maybe I'll get to them. Who knows? I've had the biggest headache today. Just the worst throbbing headache. I don't know why. And it's just Project Blue Balls. That's just what we're doing. That's Five of Swords. God, it's just a bunch of dudes waving their dicks around. No, it's Five of Swords, also known as Defeat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like when I say a bunch of guys swinging their dicks around, I mean like as a measuring contest. Sure. To me, yeah, I yeah. see the, the five of swords and I see like, I don't know, 
I competition. A, I see a man walking away with his dick in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's a funny one, actually. I, it is. It's it's a very interesting one. It's um not a very positive. It's card, not. But it is a card about um like I don't know overcoming uh, impulses that that pertain to the sword suit. Like I don't know competition um, impulses. I mean we can get we can we can get into it at the end because that's what we do. We talk about this at the end. Why are we talking about it now? What the fuck are we doing? We'll talk about that at the end. It's defeat because track. it's the last thing they can control. It's acquiescence. Yeah. What is this? Oh, you look so disappointed at me right now. I'm exhausted. I know your head hurts. <laughs> we thought we weren't even going to be able to do this. I had to computer was all com- fucked up. I had to open up my computer with a yeah. goddamn screwdriver. Yeah. But it worked. It did. And now we're just... Now we're-, we're jerking it. Fucking jerking it, baby. I was thinking that like... Oh, God. Do you know what gooning is? It's in the zeitgeist for sure. I've been seeing do you, it. Everywhere. Do you know what it is? I've repressed that. <sighs> Then we won't talk about it. We're just going to move What is on. it? What is okay. it? Okay. <laughs> Lay it on. It's people. It's like the opposite of, of retainers. It's people that are obsessed with the idea that they can't stop jerking off. Like the thing that they get off to is the fact that they keep jerking off and can't stop jerking off. They're gooning. What? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a goon move. Yeah, it's real goony. Fucking goonies over there. Uh, anyway, I was just thinking of them as like the the dichotomy like the the opposite of this oh there must be balance in all things yes um internet was a fucking mistake my god burn it. i know it <laughs> burn it i want to uh start off talking about the religious aspect of sexuality sure you can say that i'm gonna say you're exhausted too because you call this section jew stuff <laughs> <laughs> our listeners aren't supposed to know that <laughs> Probably, You're just gonna call me out like that. <laughs> it's, it's probably been enough time that we should say it again. She's Jewish. Yes. I was gonna say, yeah, we're gonna start off with talking about Judaism because that's where my religious roots are. And I figured, Sequoia, you could give us more of the Catholic perspective. I ain't got, I ain't got shit. Uh, you got, on, you, I, you I, ain't got shit. I've repressed that too. Yeah. Because the first question that I, I asked our participants, our participants, don't call uh, them that. <laughs> <laughs> was what was your relationship with an understanding of of masturbation growing up like how does that play a role in this and i think that religion factors into that slightly for some people i can imagine like because really how how else do you learn about self-pleasure you just you figure out that it feels good to rub up against things and oh that feels good and you yeah. don't know what it is until somebody comes along and tells you that's bad. They put that away right now. Yeah, that's shameful. Or don't do that in school. The For me, the sexual component of masturbation really didn't occur until like fifth grade. Nobody taught me about it. Like I never internalized any shame about it. But um, I found a choose your own adventure Harry Potter fanfic that I that I didn't realize was 18 plus. 
until I got to the part where you get to choose who you go to the dance with. And oh, that was my awakening, baby. <laughs> this episode is going to kill me. <laughs> um, I can't fucking. But that's that's hell. probably the last I'll, I'll talk about about my experiences because female orgasms are basically just not included in the when the topic goes. No, like, this is a this is the most dude fucking yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. This is this. It is. Nobody cares unless you're spraying jizz everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking be cool about it. Yes. For God's sakes. So in Orthodox Judaism You don't have to make your whole fucking life about your dick. Oh no. You know what I mean? Like that's definitely not. Just subscribe to a semen retention subreddit. Right. You're thinking about your cock way too much. Now, okay. What I want to point out about the people that I spoke to is that they were willing to speak about this because it's something that they don't talk to people about. That I thought it would be interesting to, I I want to bring it outside of the online spheres and make it, why? Because I don't think that it should be weird to not jerk off or not watch porn. It's not. Yeah. That's not not the thing. And I think that there is something legitimate about the mystical practice of it. We don't need cock discourse is all I'm saying. Well, that's what we're doing on today's episode. It's fucking No Nut November, Sequoia. (laughs) In Orthodox Judaism, (laughs) it's prohibited to spill your seed in vain. There's not a whole lot of biblical basis for it. um, But basically, you got some premium baby batter in there, and that's your vital life force. You're you're just gonna spill it like that? Click that link. Watch you spill your beans, Tommy. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna use the spill your beans line from the lighthouse every chance I get, and I'm I'm not sorry for it. <laughs> oh, Why'd you spill your beans? Why did you, Tommy? You know, magic beans. You grow a giant beanstalk yeah. with those beans. Um, in any case, according to the Jewish philosopher Maimonides. Uh, sometimes referred to by his nickname Rambam, <laughs> you're you're not supposed to be spilling your beans, and it it wouldn't necessarily be punishable by the court because there's no explicit negative commandments forbidding it, but um, it's still bad. Why is it bad? He writes. I'm just gonna say also like maybe don't take jerk off advice from a dude called Rambam. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the best philosophers of of the the Middle Ages. He was. You know. It was. It's the stuff under the pen name that's questionable. Semen constitutes the strength of the body, its life, and the light of the eyes. Its emission to excess causes physical decay, debility, and diminished vitality. Thus Solomon, in his wisdom, says, Do not give your strength to women. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever indulges in sexual dissipation becomes prematurely aged. His strength fails. His eyes become dim. A foul odor proceeds from his mouth and armpits. The hair of his head, eyebrows, and eyelashes drop out. The hair of his beard, armpits, and legs grow up normally. His teeth fall out, and besides these, he becomes subject to numerous other diseases. Medical authorities have stated that for each one that for each one who dies of other maladies, a thousand are the victims of sexual excess. It's a fucking epidemic. People are dying, Sequoia. From prostate cancer. No, from from too from coming too much. They're just giving it all away. Can you believe that? Like, it's that would be really funny. Yeah. Death by ejaculation. Yeah, death by coming too much. Um, now, Maimonides here is actually speaking about ejaculation during intercourse, but that doesn't stop this quote from being passed around amongst dudes on the internet trying to jerk off less. Yeah. 
Jewish sources on ejaculation in the specific context of masturbation focus more on concerns of like polluting yourself, murdering unborn generations, and the creation of demons. Hell yeah. Yes. One of the most cited stories related to uh, SR in Judaism is the story of Onan in Genesis. God tells Onan that like, hey, your brother died, but his wife's still living. She needs a baby in her. Why don't you go produce offspring with her for your brother? Like, they'll be your brother's kids. I don't know how that works, but... So Onan's like, I mean, I'll fuck her, but I'm not going to come in her. So he spills his seed on the ground instead because he didn't want to have kids that technically weren't his own and were his brother's, even mm. though he's the one providing the, the mm. seed. They so, technically are your kids. Yeah, they technically are, but they're not because God's saying it's for your brother. <laughs> so Onan is then killed by God for uh, wasting his seed. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, the whole Onan story refers to him like pulling out and yeah. going all over the ground, but it still like applies to masturbation too. Um, Jewish mystics say that um, since a man who masturbates prevents the use of that semen for conceiving a child, he's guilty not only of murder, but like murdering his own kids. So it's like really bad murder. So therefore, he's a criminal like worse than any other criminal. You're, you murdered your own kids. Other mystics claimed that involuntary emissions, which is interesting to me, create demons, which are a danger not only to the man who masturbated and created the demon, but like to the entire community. Because now you, you've got all of these disembodied um, life forms that could have become a life that are just like out in the ether and have no purpose being there. So they're confused about what they are. Um, these notions appear in folk literature as well as rabbinic mystical texts. In I.B. Singer's short story from the diary of one not born, the narrator says, I was not born. My father, a yeshiva student, sinned as did Onan, and from his seed I was created half spirit, half demon. I am, and I am not. Yeah, come on, you're creating a... Think about that every time. Every time you jerk off, you're creating all these little confused demons out there in the ether. <laughs> Better than creating a bunch of little confused kids. It's out true. Here. Yeah. That's why you save it. That's why you save that seed. Or you put it in somebody that has an IUD. So you can find <laughs> <laughs> you can find that story um, from the diary of one not born in a collection of tales called Gimple the Fool. Gimple the Gimple the Fool. I'm kind of obsessed with Gimple, but that's a story for another day. We don't yeah, have yeah, time yeah. for Gimple. <laughs> Look it up, though. Now, on to the next section of my script, titled Internet Shit. <laughs> Let's pivot from old-time religion. Listen to a clip of Jim Carrey speaking about a sexual alchemy on the Norm MacDonald show. Oh, yes, please. Do you know about, uh, about uh, um, alchemical uh, sexual alchemy? Sexual alchemy. Yeah. I know alchemy. <laughs> Talking about tantra. I made a <laughs> lot of money alchemy. on alchemy in the Do early you know 70s. That the, the story of Jesus, how it's been altered in certain ways. I mean, yes, there was a guy. Yes, there was teachings, all that stuff. But is uh, there's 33 vertebrates in your spine. There's 33 years in the life of Jesus. Jesus Christ, yeah. Substance that comes from your medulla, which is basically completely looks like the uh, Ark of the Covenant has, has uh, angel's wings around it, the whole thing. This substance comes from your medulla, makes the tr trip down your spine to your sacrum, which is, the, which is 
Quick, get a dictionary. Christ coming down into human form. Yes. And if you don't squander that essence, that sexual essence, it ascends again and goes back up to heaven, which is your thing. It's also the story of Santa Claus. Why he comes down the chimney is because this, this juice or this whatever substance actually passes what's called the claustrum, which is where they got Santa Claus. Uh-huh. So it goes what? down the chimney the and back up the chimney. <laughs> it's all very freaky shit. Uh-huh. That's wild. The, the parallel between that and alchemical sex is that I, 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 I think he probably saved it, you know, so that he could be clear, so that he could be sharp. Huh. Yeah. I love Zamuda. Because because I like how he continues. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck indeed? I love Yeah, how about that? How about that? You have 33 vertebrates in your spine, just like the amount of years that Jesus lived, and the Ark of the Covenant is actually in your brain. Now you'll find this idea online that the the Ark of the Covenant is actually in the third ventricle of the brain and the sphenoid bone, which does it has sort of like wings on either side that could you could interpret them as the cherubim on either side of the Ark of the Covenant. I, I could see it. Fair enough. It's also called uh, the Cave of Brahma or the third room in Solomon's temple, and it's filled with cerebrospinal fluid. And supposedly this is the part of your brain that you can use to uh, meet with God once the higher functioning of this area is more activated. Now, there are lots of ways of doing that, but sort of one way to brute force doing that is to hold on to your semen. Is that real, though? Because you don't shoot spinal fluid out your cock. I don't fucking know. Okay. Yeah, Jim Carrey sounds really kind of crazy in that clip. He sounds all, all of this in general insane. sounds really kind of crazy. kind of batshit insane. But I do, I'm okay with this idea. The idea that the body is a spiritual temple that, and that the Holy of Holies is just literally our brain and that... This idea that the book of Revelations and all of these things are actually taking place within our bodies okay, and that yes, the story yeah. of Jesus is something that we're supposed Whatever. to come into for ourselves because, you know, it's not, yeah. It's a it, metaphor. Use it however you want. Precisely. Fine. I don't mind it. I like it. It's fine. These ideas are pretty popular in uh, contemporary Christian mysticism. I find them compelling to engage with. I don't know. It is what it is. It's. It sounds really crazy, but I think it's fun. So, um... Do you open, just open up that link just to take a look at it? Oh, the pineal gland is the third eye. Yeah. Yes, you love to see it. Covering of your brain is the cerebral. Like, so, I mean, it's not. Pineal gland is not your third eye. So, you know what? I'm just going to assume you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, this blog in particular, I just wanted to give you um, an example of where you'll find information like this online. Yeah. Written by Joshua Tilgman. I mean, that's what I would have expected. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it because it's not a good understanding of probably either the source material or the human body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people call the the pineal gland the third eye. I know. I'm I'm fighting a losing crusade against it. Yeah. Because it kind of sums up the whole fucking problem, dude. I guess it does kind of miss the point to... I mean, it's good to have a place you can imagine that the third eye is, I suppose. But no. to say that it literally is in a location is kind of silly because it's your mind's eye, no? Yes. Like, yeah, it's your mind's eye. It, it's the whole thing about the uh, chakras is like they're not real, real, but mm-hmm. they're... But you can map them onto physical places in order to better understand them, I guess. Yeah, but like if it was a physical place in your brain, it's your fucking frontal cortex. It's right. where the imagining happens, where the mind's eye... 
Yeah. Shit happens. Uh, where does it come from? This idea or that the third eye is like, or that like it's the pineal gland. Like Has where? Because the pineal gland is like is or like looks like a vestigial eye. I don't even know if they think that that's if that's like ha, scientific ha, consensus. Ha. You know where part of it comes from? What? Uh, lead better. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah of course. Yes. Why? Yes. Wow, that I should have predicted that. Yeah. That's just that's a lead better ass thing to say. You know, what did he say about jerking off? That Let me show it's you. It's best when boy. you do it to little yeah. boys. Um, <laughs> God. So now that we we know that the Ark of the Covenant um exists in our brain, right? Let's do something that surely won't rot our brains at all. Sure. Let's yeah. Let's take a look at um the index page on the semen retention Reddit community to see what's going on there. They have a list of reasons why you should want to do this. Now some of these. These benefits, which um, in parentheses collected from the internet, these are these are good reasons. Clarity of mind, no mental clutter, better stamina in sports, absence of depression, as in there's actually nothing wrong with me. Feeling worthy of the hottest girls. Wow. Um, music sounds better. Being cool with awkward situations. Less irritability. Past events are remembered better. What the fuck? Annoying things females do are now appreciated. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what um, the Stop. Chores are easier. Stop this. Destructive men, erections. Men flinch in your presence. What the fuck? Okay, Reddit community. Like That's about Neo, what you would expect from Like uh, Neo in the Matrix getting heightened senses and intuition. Yeah, so those are some of the benefits. And then you scroll down the page and it it's got a whole bunch of stuff about how... Uh, Semen is the quintessence of food or blood. Dude, this is madness. Yes, the 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 Reddit community really is madness. This is crazy. My dear brothers, the vital energy, the virya that supports your life, which is the prana of pranas, which shines in your sparkling eyes, which beams in your shining cheeks, is a great treasure for you. Remember this point well. Virya is the quintessence of blood. One drop of semen is manufactured out of 40 drops of blood. Mark here how valuable this fluid is. A tree draws the essence or rasa from the earth. This essence is circulated throughout the tree, its twigs, branches, leaves, flowers, and fruits. The shining colors and life in the leaves, flowers, and fruits are due to this rasa. I mean, okay, so I get it. Like, you know, because as I was researching this, I realized that the idea of somebody who holds it and, like, is very mindful of their sexual practices is actually really sexy. Okay, sure, but these motherfuckers, this the motherfucker that wrote this said it makes annoying things that females do easier to tolerate. That's not someone who has a healthy relationship with sexuality. Well, one would hope that by taking a break from it, maybe they can work on no, that. Because they shouldn't be having sex with women. I mean, it's, what's better? He's obsessed with his own cock. Yeah. That's fucked up. Doesn't matter if you're playing with it or not. You're thinking about it way too goddamn much. Whoever wrote this definitely is. This is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the people that like are on here every day to be like, boys, I failed. Help me out. What should I do? And they're like, get a porn blocker. Like that. those people need to. I mean, I'm glad that they're doing this. I'm glad that they have a community where they can talk about it, I guess. Like that's no. not. We but... don't have to be supportive. <laughs> this is insanity. So that's what the Reddit looks like. Now let's look at the 4chan board. This, this is a this is this is toxic as fuck. Let's look at 4chan. What exactly is toxic about it? 
the obsession over like the, 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 the centering of the the yeah the centering of the denial of your yeah. something natural it's an unhealthy relationship with sex mm-hmm. with yourself with the fucking natural thing that you have an instinctual drive to do i get the discipline thing we can talk about discipline later but like it's a really unhealthy and kind of sick relationship with your body right and the What's I think it is toxic about it yeah. is the fucking feedback loop that happens from all these like support communities on Reddit. I know? agree with you. If if you are the type of person that's posting about it every day, is obsessed about it, like can't stop thinking about it and is centering it as like a very important thing in your life, then yeah, that's weird. And you're guilting yourself about it every uh-huh. time you do it, then you're getting into a really nasty feedback loop. Yeah. If you're simply just monitoring yourself a little bit more if you're monitoring yourself a bit more you're not calling it semen retention right that's true i i, I want to point I mean. out that both of the people that i interviewed don't use that term okay good <laughs> i do want to point that out i just had to i mean the episode is project blue balls yeah but um yeah oh god because that's the thing if you fucking if you impose some discipline on yourself you'll feel like you have more life force doesn't matter where you do it doesn't matter absolutely right Maybe do it in a way that doesn't fucking fuck up your ability to relate to people because that's what's happening. Maybe. I think, I think it does. annoying things females do easier yeah. to tolerate. No, it's true. It's fucked up. That part of it's true. But I don't think that everybody who does this like necessarily believes that or is doing it for that reason or agree. That's just the Reddit version of it, you know? Again, we're calling it semen retention. Anybody, if it's a movement of any sort, if it's a thing you think about, if it's yeah. a thing that you consider an accomplishment, if it's a thing you consider giving you magic powers, if you think it's making magic brain juice go back up your fucking spine, <laughs> you are a deeply broken human being. Do you think that those people should be having sex? I think they should be jerking off. They could use a little relaxation in their lives, I think. And as a man with a cock, I don't want my brothers getting prostate cancer. Yes. You know? So let's talk about Taoism. It's an ancient... Ancient Chinese philosophical spiritual tradition originated during the Zhao dynasty Mm -hmm. around 4th century BCE. It's rooted in the teachings of Lao Tzu, the legendary author of the foundational text, the Tao Te Ching. Uh, Taoism emphasizes living in harmony with the Tao, which can be loosely translated as the way or the path. Yeah. The Tao is an underlying principle that is the source, pattern, and basically the substance of everything that exists. Now... Taoists in China, um, they view sex as important, and many do practice self-control around orgasm, but sex is a pretty small part of their practice. It's more of the Western esoteric rendering of the Taoist, the Taoist tradition that emphasizes the sex part. Oh, is this going to piss me off? This is going to piss me off, isn't it? I don't know why it pisses you off. You don't have a dick. You don't understand. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think that this is a cool thing that if guys want to like reestablish, dude, recapitulate their relationship let me with tell sex, you, dude, like, that is fine. This is not what that is. Yeah. This is unhealthy as fuck. For some people, I'm sure it is. It's I don't think unhealthy. that it's fair to say that that it is for everybody. Because I think that a lot of people in the mystical tradition do this. Again, 
if you're doing it, you're like, oh, I'm going to discipline myself. Right. To have to a period of celibacy or abstinence. Just, and which then, is just to do the thing. Yeah. But not because you have some warped understanding of like it giving you mystical powers or whatever. Yeah. That is the difference. I think that a lot of people get into this stuff specifically for self-improvement because they want to have right. more testosterone. They want to fight better or they want to get off porn because they realize that their relationship with sex and jerking off is fucked up. Okay. Well, let me say. But then. That, so that. That's. That's a different thing, and that's fine. You, yeah. you, if you're addicted to porn, get the fuck away from that shit. That's right. really bad for you. Like that's really bad. And like, yeah, just like with fucking everything that's fun, um, you can become addicted to it. Yeah, you can become addicted to everything. It can become a coping strategy, especially when it makes happy chemicals go off in your fucking brain. Right. Right. Yeah, cutting that off, yeah, is a great way to break a connection with something unhealthy and toxic precisely but this shit when you start having acronyms when you're using fucking acronyms or when you think something's going to give you magic powers that aren't fucking based on any sort of science or whatever you're just replacing one weird addiction with another right and you're doing it in a way that creates a unnatural relationship with your own body that's not good mm-hmm. like but they already had an unnatural relationship so and they're it's making almost it like, worse or you're taking a break to make it better no, I think they're making it worse. Again, it's the difference between like it being a movement, a thing you're doing yeah. with fellow men who are doing the thing. That's true. Like, I guess I'm I'm stuck because I'm centering it around the, the specific people that I talk to. And I you're talking you are. more about the community. So I have to break that and, and yeah, like, like side with you I'm, here because you are right about the general community online. I know you're, you're, you're totally just trying right. to be nice to the people you talk to. Oh, I'm not even just I'm – tr- I'm not trying to be nice. It's that I – I think that what they're doing is beneficial for them specifically. You didn't talk to these guys, though. No, I haven't talked to everybody. I'm looking at a a fucking thumbnail in this 4chan thread. That's a man barefoot in the snow with his fucking shirt off doing a karate pose. That's what he thinks he's doing by not jerking off. Yes. Do you think think he'd be a supportive boyfriend, that man? Do you think he'd be a good guy to hang around with? No. (sighs) Fuck no. Anybody that actively posts on X... Yeah, anybody that you're out of the running. Anybody that discusses they're not jerking off with other people. No, see, I think it's fine to discuss it. I think that you should discuss it. Nope. (laughs) You shouldn't think within reason, not to everybody. Like, don't tell your family about it. Don't talk about with your friend. You should have better things to talk about than jerking off. Oh, totally. But then, who do you talk about it with? Like, if you just don't do it. Yeah. Just just don't jerk off. And then just just don't why do you need to talk about? It? And then when you want to jerk off again, go jerk off again. It's literally fine. And if any motherfucker says that that's not the Taoist fucking attitude towards it, they're wrong. Yes. Okay. So I learned that male Taoists around the world, including the Chinese ones, practice non-ejaculation during sex with the belief that this will fire up energy reserves in the body and make them actually better lovers, viewing like sexual energy as this thing that can be harnessed for spiritual cultivation. So you you save your male orgasm so that you can help provide female orgasms, which are thought to be spiritually energizing rather than draining. So many of the ancient Taoist uh, masters write about sex between a man and a woman, almost like it's a, a battle that the man can only win if he gives his partner an orgasm before he has one. Yeah. And I'm down with that. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Very. That's how it's supposed to work. That's not really how Western American sex works. It's very orgasm centric. It's like sex ends when the man comes usually. That's why people are confused about lesbian sex. They're like, when does it end? You know? Wow. Okay. 
to totally it's like kind of like flipping it on its head and being like you know what that's actually not the most important part of sex it's not that's it's, the end of sex it's really not yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 no you're 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 doing it wrong guys so Taoist uh, sex techniques are based on something called Fang Shu, which translates to inside the bedchamber. It was developed by Chinese sex wizards a long time ago. <laughs> Fang Shu teaches that masculine energy, or yang, and female energy, yin, replenish one another through sex, and that this then creates something called jing, a very powerful sex energy. Apparently, semen is chock full of jing. And Jing is important because then it, it can be called on to transform into Qi energy. And then it turns, it, it stimulates Shen, the spirit. So you you harness your your Jing, you build it through the sexual practices, and you um, have a better relationship with spirit through it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Now, apparently, to really get your Jing going, there's one text called the classic of of sunu it says you need to be having a lot of sex with as many different people as possible but not coming shoko asahara it's it's written i mean all right let me just let me just say there's like three core texts of Taoism. and there's this is not one of them this is just a Taoist. yes yeah one act without a mission makes makes the chi strong two acts without a mission makes the makes the hearing acute and the vision clear Three acts without a mission makes all ailments disappear. Four acts without a mission and the five spirits are all at peace. Five acts without a mission makes the pulse full and relaxed. Six acts without a mission strengthens the waist and back. Seven acts without a mission gives power to the buttocks and thigh. Eight acts without a mission causes the whole body to be radiant. Nine acts without a mission and one will enjoy unlimited longevity. Ten acts without a mission and one attains the realm of the immortals. You hear that? That's the secret to immortality right there. You just have to fuck 10 times, but don't come. Just yeah. make make the other person come. <sighs> yeah. So there's also this idea, though, that ejaculation doesn't necessarily equal an orgasm. Apparently, a, a man can perform an injaculation in which the sperm is directed back to the prostate. And this is known as the genmo point. Hmm. Now, by injaculating, a man can experience multiple orgasms without spilling a drop of seed. Now, any man who's listening and has had a prostate orgasm is like, yeah, oh my God, I know, duh. But those who don't, you might want to start exploring that. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about sex magic. No, now we'll get into, uh, we'll hear from our, our people, our insiders. I mean, look, let me, you know, if you want to talk about like sex magic, we can talk about sex magic, but that's a different conversation than capital S, capital R, semen retention, or capital B, capital P, capital B, project blue balls. I wanted to slide it in here though, because I think that it's, it's relevant. Well, it is, but like that now I have to make the caveat that I'm not, I'm not saying that that shit's not. Right. That it's not a not spiritual power or that like sexual energy isn't fucking written about in every spiritual fucking mm-hmm. tradition. Right. Like it is, it is. Right. Uh, and like, yeah, if you want to take, you know, sort of a poetic, you know, non-physical uh, understanding of fucking energy and shit. Oh yeah. There's a lot of energy in sex. Oh yeah. It's actually mm-hmm. one of the primary drivers of humanity. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. It totally makes a lot of sense that you could redirect that drive in a chosen direction if you practice discipline. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. The difference is 
that's a holistic understanding of systems. Again, we're back on that cybernetic shit. Yeah. Versus some prescribed, named, branded fucking support group. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I do want to make it clear that the people we're about to hear from aren't a part of that. Sure. Fair enough. Excellent. But we started with that. We did. That is what this episode is mostly about. Yeah. And that's just bad for the same reasons that like discipline read and like a spiritual, a real spiritual relationship with like sexual energy or whatever is good. Right. Now, this is a controversial statement, but I think that this is bad for the same reasons that um, super sex positive feminism was, yeah. was bad for a yeah. lot of people, especially teenage girls growing up in, I, in the in the aughts era. 100 percent. Um, Really bad to be like, yeah, girl, just own your sluttiness be a and then oh god just so many rife opportunities to uh yep. have that have your sexuality warped from that and think that you're empowering yourself when really um yep. you're you're not you are getting taken advantage of yep not always but i'm just saying that both of the those groups i can see as warping sexuality where you think that you're doing a positive thing yeah but really you are creating odd structures around sex right again it's not about <sighs> If you like to fuck, go and fuck. It's fine. It's a natural thing. It's the when you make it your identity, when you build these fucking structures, like you said, up around it. Yes. In a that's that's when shit gets bad, you know, no matter yeah. what. Like it's like, you know, it is a driver. So like it, it uh, with the with the boys, I'll I'll speak for the men here. You know, it's it's like building an artificial fucking dam, right? More than I'm thinking about this friend that I cut off recently, who almost all of her social media posts were around how much she loves to masturbate, Jesus, and like Christ. centering her sexuality as like this primary part of her identity. Ugh. And like that's weird too. It's weird. Yep. It's weird to be like I don't masturbate at all. It's also weird to be like I'm super sexual. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're thinking about your fucking yeah. For the dude, you're thinking about your cock way too much. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like a, there's a happy middle ground here somewhere. I think like Stanhope fucking yeah. Doug Stanhope had a thing. He's like, if I know anything about your sex life in the first thirty minutes of meeting you, you're fucking boring. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Unless you like meet under those circumstances, then it's weird not to. <laughs> yes. You know. See, that's the Taoist attitude. <laughs> so let's hear from our friends. We're going to hear from Harley. A uh, Harley? Yeah. Our boy Harley from episode... Whatever it was. Our, you're telling me. It was... Uh, episode 76, the St. Germain Foundation Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Harley. This is the greatest character arc in podcasting history. The last time we heard from this man, he was getting his noggin rocked by St. Germain. Yes, he was. Now you've been talking about his jerk-off habits. <laughs> yes. So it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I hadn't spoken to Harley in quite some time. And then he reached out to me around August, and um we've been friends ever since. In fact, I would call him a close friend of mine, if not one of my best friends. Now he's an odd duck. So am I. <laughs> This is the this is the greatest character arc in podcasting. It it truly is. Um, <laughs> now, as we know, yeah, he had his shit rocked by the Saint Germain Foundation. He was scooped up. He lived with a man who called himself a priest of Saint Germain. Yep. And uh, he was being groomed for the role of cult leader to become an avatar of Saint Germain and start a, a commune in that's a South whole America. Thing. That's a whole. It's thing. a whole thing. Go back. <laughs> it's all that. It's yeah. a whole fucking ass thing. Um, so, so how? How's he doing? 
He's doing pretty darn good, I'd say. He's not jerking off. Well, he does sometimes. (laughs) 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 That's the thing, you know? Is this just your friend who had something interesting to say about why he doesn't jerk off frequently? Well, he we'll hear from him himself. Okay. Let's, uh... I'm so confused. I'm trying to get my my footing here. I don't know what's happening. He's the one who came up with Project Blue Balls. Jesus Christ. All right. It's that YouTube link. Shalom, shalom, nonsense, bazaar. Shalom. This is Harley, Harley of Yeshua speaking. And my goodness, my dear, my pure, precious friend, she has inquired of me... Why is it so, Harley? Why is it so? Why do you <laughs> chastise yourself in the holy name of Jesus? <laughs> and why do you give yourself blue balls? My goodness. So uh, we're going to get a little personal today. I guess this is a QA. and um, I'm just going to read the questions and then answer. And I guess if you're pleased with it, you'll, you'll go with the flow. So, so the first question that I asked was... Um... Yeah, what was your relationship with an understanding of masturbation growing up? And then, like, when did that start to change and shift? Uh, growing up, my relationship with masturbation was violent. What? <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> horrific. Until I discovered uh, the dastardly deeds of pornography and until it became all bombastic in my mind and I began, you know, giving myself over to it as a means to cope with the hell on earth that I was living as a kid, um, you know, that's what I did. I would shlew he him, no difference from Cain and Abel. I'd shlew he him, slewing out my seeds, shlewing and plewing everywhere <laughs> two, three times a day. I think that went on from just like, 13 till about uh, 24, 25. And then I um, became familiar with uh, holding in my seed. So... I guess you could call it semen retention, if you will, which I've been practicing for about three and a half years. So yeah, boy was a gooner. Boy was a fucking gooner. (laughs) You can understand. Um, I don't understand. Now he says that up until the age of twenty-five, that's about the time that he got out of the Saint Germain Foundation. You know, felt like now it's time that I need to uh, change things up a bit. Maybe start to to fast some of the stuff out of me. Anyway, that's for the next question. Um, now let's hear from Izzy. Yeah, uh, growing up, my relationship with sex was pretty uh, repressive. I'm, uh, I was raised Catholic, so obviously sex and masturbation are no-nos. Um, well, sex outside of marriage, right? Um, so yeah, I was just pretty pretty repressive, I guess. But also, I think people whose parents are like open sexually with their kids and talk about sex are pretty fucking weird. So, um, I would say normal. That's a that's actually a relatively normal thing. I don't really, that, you know, think mm. that parents need to be involved in their kids' sex lives growing up. Um, so I don't know how open your guys' parents were with <laughs> your sex lives. Or how yours was growing up, but I did not discuss masturbation or sex with my parents growing up, if that's sort of what that means. Um, my understanding, oh, it says understanding. Yeah, I understood what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it was all repressive, I guess. Unfortunately, that is normal. Yep. That's a, that's a big fucking problem. That is a very normal uh, relationship with it. It's like, yeah, I did it. 
And, uh, yeah, I guess... No one taught me anything about it. Yep. The people who told me I was either going to be happy or sad when I died told me I'd be sad when I died if I touched myself. Right. Right. Fucking. So I think both of both of those are pretty normal. It's like either you, I don't know. There's probably a lot of well, teenage guys that just jerk off incessantly. Yeah, absolutely. And then feel weird about it after, or look, not. Look, here's the fucking thing. I'll let you know on a secret. Every teenage dude jerks off incessantly. Yeah. Everyone. Yep. Yeah. Not a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just, that's that's normal. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's all too common. Uh, for religious structures in the West to uh, make people ashamed of their, their own selves and repress their shit and uh, just yeah, create a real early spot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next question is like, all right, so when did that perspective begin to change? Okay. Like, when did you start thinking more about sex? When did your perspective on self-pleasure change? This is a great question. So um, my perspective, for me, it changed by fasting, prayer and fasting, uh, to be quite honest. I mean, Yeshua spoke. I I don't want to get all Jesus on you guys, but you know, Yeshua... (laughs) I love this guy. Not only Yeshua spoke of this, but Muhammad, Krishna, Buddha, um, all of the masters, Master Akar, I mean... Everyone spoke of this. And Jesus says it right here. He says, This kind only cometh out but by prayer and fasting. This kind only cometh out but by prayer and fasting. You know, for me, I had this moment of going into the depths of my subconscious. And, you know, when you fast, it weakens the flesh. And when you do fast, you know, you should be, you should be, uh, I guess you could call it bedridden. You shouldn't be resting. You, you shouldn't be moving around because your flesh is weak. But in that weakness of fasting your flesh, it, it brings it brings the body to a still point. It brings the apparatus of this human organism to a still point. And in that still point, whithersoever the, the body is... So I asked Harley for his permission to provide a little bit more context on why he was doing this intense prayer and fasting. Obviously, part of it is because he was trying to extract St. Germain from himself. And by that, I mean, not like literally. I have lost my fucking mind. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Fuck, did I end up here? We out here. (laughs) But the context is that you know, when one finds themselves in a crazy fucking situation like that and then finds themselves out of it and all of a sudden they're realizing that their whole view of the world was was completely twisted around and now they, they don't know what to do and they were following a false prophet and they were only really listening to this guy because, I don't know, he's kind of like a, a, a false father figure and if that's something that you're vulnerable to, then, well, damn, maybe once you step out of that, now you're no longer living with them. You're moving back home. Okay. Just got out of a relationship. That's the reason why he exited the St. Germain Foundation is because he fell in love. I don't know how this connects to Jurgenov. It does. He fell in love and left the St. Germain Foundation with the help of Yeshua. This idea of Jesus as a brother, a father, a friend, somebody that All he right. could rely on, sure. somebody that's not going to leave him, somebody that will help him to figure out what what is the next step. Because yep. this love that he had didn't really fall through. They had a, a shared vision of wanting to conceive a child together. And they did that. But then 
it didn't come to fruition. Okay. Um, you can read between the lines there, but this, <sighs> this was painful for him and it made him realize that, you know, one has to be mindful about where they put their energy. Sometimes shit happens too. Shit does happen. But he also made it clear that, um, that is not where he centers all of this on. It's also about, I don't know, for, for him at this point, he says it's not something that he really thinks about or focuses on. At the beginning, when he was going through this process of prayer and fasting, it was the point that he he needed to clear everything out and reach a bottom point in order to figure out what to do next. Yeah, it should also be clear, Harley is not what you would call your average man. Absolutely not. He is an outlier. He's extraordinary. He is our... <laughs> Perhaps imaginary correspondent. Yes. <laughs> oh, do we keep going? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's. I just wanted to give more context. All right. Is the mind follows, and if the body's still, the mind's silent. And it was in the stillness of my body, it was in the silence of my mind that I saw things as they were. Um, I, I'm not talking about as a witnesser, because it wasn't like me analyzing my thought, trying to figure things out. It was just, I saw thought as it was. I saw this, I had this thing in me of, of being addicted to porn for so long that I had to go inside of my mind and rip out the image. And I, I saw the movement of thought. That's what I saw, the movement of thought. You know, once you begin to witness how thought moves, if you will, or you follow me, that thought moves, you begin to see that if that thought's moving and I'm witnessing it, then who's witnessing? Surely it's not Harley, it's witnessing the thought. So I wasn't witnessing, but I was, I saw. Through thought created desire, thought creates a desire. Desire creates motive, motive is a motion. The motion of desire creates the image and the image creates the self, the self, this idea that, okay, you know, I am, I am me and you are you. <laughs> and so I convince you that you're you, you convince me that you're me. We both think this is who we think I am. And, you know, we go about the rest of our lives asleep, giving our life force and our vitality over to, to this world, to the ruler of this world, the God of this world, the Demiurge. Um, there was nothing in me that was identifying with anything. I don't know, I just became very present and I saw what it means to live above your demons, you know? There you go. He discovered uh, meditation. Yes. Yeah. So like chop some of that down a bit, but we get the gist. So yeah, he achieved his change in, in perspective through a, a period of, of chastity, of meditation, of going inward. Again, I can I can understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's describing in his own words. The, yes. uh, you know, the process of seeing thoughts arise and pass away. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, like I was saying earlier, dis imposing discipline is, is a great way to do that. And prayer and, and fasting is meditation. And this is, you know, how you, how you do that. Again, Harley's an outlier. You yeah. know what I mean? Those, those fellers on the four chance. Yeah. They're not thinking about how thoughts arise and pass away. They're not thinking about what is the I. Yes. They're thinking about how to tolerate the annoying things females do. Right? <laughs> My God. Okay, let's hear from Izzy now. Yeah. I know this fucking gooner has to say. <laughs> ...on self-pleasure and sex begin to shift. I guess, like, college. I don't know. Um, I, I had sex for the first time at, like, 15, and then I just kind of kept having sex with people. 
Uh, pretty haphazardly. I didn't really care. So I guess 15 then. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, yeah, I just, I, it shifted twice. It shifted to me, like, not being scared of putting my penis in other people. And then, um, it's, it started, uh, it shifted again when I realized putting my penis in everybody is not that good and I'm sharing my seed with too many people. And that my seed is genetic code from, uh, from from literally divinity, and uh, it's used in magic rituals <laughs> by various groups. <laughs> so I should probably uh, I should probably wisen up and not just shoot it into whatever broad I wanted to. Whoa! You know? Or onto. I shot it onto. All <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Is that all he has to say for that one? I don't know. I <laughs> I don't fucking know. I mean, it's not a bad realization to have. It's like, man, I'm I'm spilling this. I think it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Also, broad. God, no. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, dude. (laughs) God. Okay. What do you think? You're fucking Don Draper? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Coming all over these broads. Fuck. Gee, uh, God damn it. You know what? Keep it to yourself. (laughs) I asked. Yeah, but like you could you could say it nicer. Nah. Bit more respect. Nah. No, nah, fuck that. Um, next question. How long have you been practicing? How seriously do you take it? How long have I been practicing semen retention? Again, three and a half years. How serious do I take it? I I do take it serious. I, you know, it's a way of life. It is the alchemical process of I mean, of quite literally the 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 cerebral spinal fluid being released from the the corpus callosum from the brain growing going down all the way to your gonads and then that could either that energy that essence that vitality could either go okay. up to 33 vertebrae up the spine apparently cerebrospinal fluid does play a key role in male fertility oh really um yeah it's very important for providing a supportive environment for sperm to um yeah to grow? Yeah. But do you shoot it? Yeah, during intercourse, the spinal ejaculation generate What the fuck? Spinal cord control of ejaculation. Okay, these things are connected, evidently. There's some scientific basis for your spine and pelvis and all those things being... Well, one... I mean, something that makes a lot of sense is that, like, it's that's where all your nerves are. Mm-hmm. So, of course, your spine has something to do with, with ejaculation because it's muscle contraction because it has something to do with... Yeah, like people that get spinal cord injuries yeah. then have like dick problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude that uh, has spinal cord injury and couldn't stop coming. Poor bastard. However. I mean, it's not composed of cerebrospinal right. cord or anything so like that. So you're not like, like losing it. No, you're just right. giving it a more supportive environment. I don't fucking know. No, like if it would, dude saying that like you're giving away your fucking cerebro, you know, your spinal fluid and shit. Like it's not. No, no. Like, it's still in the spine. Still chilling. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm not a biologist. I'm, uh, jury's out on the cerebrospinal fluid part. I'm going to solve this right now. Do you come spinal fluid? No, of course not. That's that's not what's being discussed. I think that's what they thought it was. If you have low quality cerebrospinal fluid, you'll have a lower sperm count and motility. So the quality of a man's fertility is affected by his cerebrospinal fluid interesting so it's affected by it but they're not one and the same yeah god you know moving on moving on jury's still out on that one yeah keep keep going 
crucifying, which would be the 33 years of, of Christ Jesus, and it ascends whereby it's crucified, or it's crucified in the chrism, the corpus callosum, the claustrum, where the uh, two hemispheres of the brain coalesce and become one. And, you know, there are so many references and things out there, but, you know, the Bible is not just a, a historical document. Um, it is a living word, and it's quite literally, especially the book of Revelation, it's one of the most mystical texts that has ever been written, and it's a mystical text of, you know, quite literally raising the secretion, the Christ oil, which is the cerebral spinal fluid in you, and quite literally experiencing Christ in you, the hope of glory that was promised. You know, Yeshua was just the one who set that in place, so that we could walk in the way. And that's what Yeshua did. That's why he's the savior, the savior of all. So I don't have much to add. <laughs> I really don't think that coming makes you lose spinal fluid. And I think that is what they're saying. I'd have to ask for clarification. Yeah. On like, that point. yeah. If, if that's not what you're saying, yeah, let us know. But like, that's, what is the connection between this, the spinal fluid and the seat? Yeah. Like, like, why is it bad for your spinal fluid to come? I was not expecting that. Or why is it good for it not to? Okay, better question. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it good for it not to? Because I, I haven't puzzled that one out yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what fucking homeboy has to say. <laughs> uh, how long have I been practicing semen retention? How seriously do you take it? Um, I, uh, I, I kind of explained this to Willow. I don't know, like, the days. I don't, like, count days like the guy in the hotel in Old Dog. You know, I don't, I don't like, I'm not carving my name into the Lamb's Book of Life in a cave. You know, I'm, uh, I, I literally have no idea. I just don't watch porn and I just try not to jack off because you, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my essence. I don't know. I feel like that's bad and watching porn is bad <laughs> because it makes me view women as, uh, objects and toys. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I like to think of women as not being less, well, as not being objects, you know? I think I should uh, definitely respect women. He's making a joke. Okay. It's just funny how he couldn't bring him to say to not, he had to go back to not objects instead of, <laughs> I don't want to see women as less than men. Yeah. <laughs> I was... What I would have filled that in with was, you know, and I want to see women as people. Mm. Is how is what I was waiting for. Yeah. So what I got though. I think he's like playing a role slightly to like make a. I don't know. You know what? If you're playing it straight, I'm gonna take it straight. Yeah. That's how yeah, it works. It. But no, in a serious note, yeah, I, I just, you know, like I don't want to um, objectify people or uh, cheapen my relationship with my girlfriend. So. I would say, like, three years, it changed the last, like, couple of years with, um, primarily with my new girlfriend, who I really care about and plan on marrying and stuff, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, I guess, I guess it just is, like, a respect thing, it's, like, a genuinely a respect thing. Differences I've noticed physically, emotionally, spiritually, um... So he's coming. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't count. I, it does count, though. I'm not jerking off when I've got a girlfriend that, you know... You get, get, point is, you got to get your rocks off. Yeah. yeah. Every now and then you do. Yeah. But, you know, do it more purposefully if you want to or don't 
or goon. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want with your dick. It's none of my business. The next question is like, what what differences have you noticed since starting? This is the most insane I've ever felt during an episode. <laughs> what differences have you noticed within yourself? The differences I've noticed within myself mentally, physically, uh, quite simple. Um, I am aware of the fact that I'm aware. I'm aware of the fact that I'm aware. I'm aware when I fall below zero point. I'm aware, I know what it feels like when my thoughts and my mind and the world, you know, tries to bamboozleize me. And I start <laughs> identifying with this personal self and its history and its reference and its past and all of its nonsense. But when I began to hold on to my seed, especially after that first month going into three months, when I really began to hold on to my seed, I just became aware of how to recalibrate myself to the zero point. I'm just like scared of what this other guy has to say. <laughs> For how it's impacted differences he's noticed. Uh, yeah. I... So differences that Harley has noticed. Also, I think we'll, we'll note that it seems like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think how seriously it's, I, I don't have anything to say. Well, what were you going to say? I don't even know. Okay. Differences I've noticed physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm more creative when I'm not masturbating. Uh, I have more energy. Uh, my vibration is higher during the day. And um, I'm also like, it also makes you not like a sex pest <laughs> when you don't just, aren't, aren't constantly masturbating and playing with yourself. It makes you not like uh you know, you're not like a prepubescent 13-year-old who just like is like fucking tits, tits and, and butt pussy, ass. Yeah, I just fucking love pussy. It's just, I don't know. You kind of, you kind of feel like an adult who doesn't need to feel the need to, you know, wipe his semen on a uh, on some toilet paper because you just coomed everywhere like a little a little boy. Um, you feel like a more of an adult. I'd like to just, on behalf of all the men. Who the five of swords of, is so perfect. Who for don't think about on behalf of all the men with a healthy relationship with their dicks, we don't think about women like that. Most of us. Mm-hmm. We don't think about our dicks like we don't think about coming like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what in the actual fuck could you possibly be saying? Is My that how is... you maybe that's how you felt, bud? Yeah. But god damn. I just I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> oddly i'm not I you don't have a dick yeah I, I haven't had any dinner tonight it's late we got recording late i'm i'm here for the ride i'm just gonna be so glad when this is done and my algorithm goes back to fucking normal and i yep. stop getting posts about cum all the time yeah but now we're okay we're gonna close it out with the most interesting part of this which is how this shit affects people's dreams okay because it does and it makes right. total sense that it does yeah definitely yeah. My first year in going on semen retention, I would have um, I would have dreams where I would like have sex in my dreams. And not only would I have sex in my dreams, but I would have a thing. It's called nocturnal nocturnal emissions. Whereby, <laughs> like, you have sex in the dreams, but you actually like release your seed physically. So even though I wasn't actually having sex in my dream, I was having sex, but I would ejaculate like my sperm would leave me. And, and this would be a cycle that 
for the first year would occur, you know, every other three weeks, two weeks. Um, and at first I was like, damn, I must have some, I must be onto something. I'm having sex in my dreams. <laughs> um, and then I began to actually see what that thing was. I began to see the cycles. Like when I stopped masturbating, like, you know, when I wasn't masturbating anymore, it came to me in, in my dreams. And I, I mean, <laughs> battle not against flesh and blood. Um, quite literally, you couldn't call it an incubi, a succubi. It was a demon, an entity. And I know this because one time it tried to have sex with me after, this was probably after going into the second year um, on semen retention, after I really didn't know what it was. But one day I, it tried to have sex with me and I just, I looked at it and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, leave. And I put my hand on the woman's, on her forehead. And this thing like, this thing, the true form came out as, back broke this flesh this black i don't know what to call it like an ink this fleshly like ink it was a nasty beast but, um, <laughs> that's what it was it was it was literally uh i mean once i got to the point of calibrating myself and was no longer appetized by the world um it began to manifest in my dreams and went once I faced it, and I did quite literally an extraction on myself in my dreams, when I did that extraction, it never came back. So that's what I, that's my semen retention journey, my story. Um, you know, it really just gets to that point to where this is just life. It's just as it is. I have officially lost my fucking mind. <laughs> it's gone. I lost mine so it's, it's gone. Yeah, so this is a common thing that you'll actually find is that once people start doing this, they start having sex dreams, which makes sense. If you're not jerking off and your body is used to it, then of course that's going to sort of come out in your... It's almost like, like your duh. body knows it needs to do it or you're going to get prostate cancer. Right. No, it's demons. Let's listen to... Izzy's dream experiences. Does he dream? I'm going to cut out myself being too harsh on this guy, but does he dream? <laughs> he has big dreams. I'm sure he does. Uh, if it happens, it happens. I don't like, like I said. Oh, it's in like, the, the other one. Um, I don't usually masturbate. I'll masturbate maybe once or twice a month. Um, this guy's coming all the time. Once or twice a month isn't that much. He has a girlfriend though. Yeah. I think he's taking <laughs> us for a ride. She's long distance. He only sees her once a month. Yeah. So he's coming about three times a month, probably three or four. Bro. That's like once a week. Yeah, like that's a lot less than average. That's a lot less than average. But like. It counts. The bo Them boys on 4chan would stone you for that. That's giving away your essence. Does he think that the rest of us are just out there fucking cranking it all the time? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. Is this, does this man just have like a less than average, but still within the range of not getting prostate cancer relationship with masturbation, but he thinks he's on some heroic quest? Yes. And More perhaps, power to he you. And perhaps, and perhaps he is. Perhaps he is. <laughs> is this man actively trying, just actually trying to counteract uh, uh, toxic male chauvinist attitudes towards uh t towards women but he has to couch it in some battle against himself it seems that way yeah sure does 
Let's hear about his dreams. This should reveal some stuff. This is 156? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, and oh, as, as far as dreams go, um, yeah, he used to, like, never really have sexual dreams, really. Uh, you know, occasionally or whatever. Sorry, the world's loudest fucking motorcycle had to drive by. Sorry, I'm already recording this, so... Uh, sorry about that. I live in a where everyone's motorcycle is so loud, uh, it overcompensates for their fucking small penises. They have to ma- constantly masturbate and fucking mash into the stew in their hands. Okay. Um, Dude sounds tense. <laughs> yeah, I used to not have uh, dreams that were like overly sexual, really, uh, until I started like, not just jacking off all the time. Um, and, like, ever since then, I have them all the time, constantly. And, uh, <laughs> my, I, like, subconsciously know that they're, like, succubus. What? Um, so what I usually, fuck? you know, pretty much never in my dreams do I, like, sleep with them. Uh, in fact, in, I had this one dream where, like, this one was, like, very persistent. And, uh... I, like, punched it, and it turned into, like, a black sort of goo, and it was, like, uh, kind of like Venom. And uh, if you know the Marvel character, Venom, I'm, I'm, I'm people aware. who masturbate tend to know uh, what, what Marvel superheroes are talking about are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the goo, the Venom goo guy started uh, encompassing, like, my entire body. It was, like, a, you know, she's, like... I, like, kicked it, and then it, like, started eating me. It basically started, started eating me alive, and it had, uh, like, razor blade eyelashes and stuff, and was trying to consume me. Because uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, spiritual energy is, like, stored in the, in your seed. It's your genetic code from, from God, pretty much. So, uh, that's basically what happens is if you're not, you're not, uh, splooging all over the place, you start having weird dreams, and, um, yeah, you gotta say, you gotta say no to the sex pest demons. Or not. Even in the afterlife. Even the spirits of the Nephilim. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the movie Under the Skin? No, I already know you have. No, no, no. Um, it's about a, a, an extraterrestrial that disguises itself as a hot woman. Scarlett Johansson plays her. And this thing just goes around seducing men so that it can bring them into this other dimension of black goo mm. and submerge them in the goo um, and turn them into meat and just yeah. like take take them over. It's so interesting to me that both of them had dreams where as soon as they touched these things, it turned into, Harley said black ink. Yes. Yeah, Izzy yeah. said black goo. Yeah, it's just, that's the same thing. Yeah. Now, this idea of like dream spirits, demons, whatever you want to call them, it's very fascinating to me that this is um, part of how how it's experienced. It makes sense. It makes total sense. A lot of sense. I mean, I think Harley, despite being a fucking nutter, I love him. He's a fucking nutter, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's got his own type of healthy. Mm-hmm. I think. He's crazy as a loon, but you know what? If he's thinking about, if he's watching his thoughts and shit, thinking about where the eye is and stuff, you know, God bless you. He's a, he's a monk-like character. Yeah. You know? This other fella is terrified of his penis. <laughs> he knows what it can do. It's, it's done some crazy <laughs> things before. Up. It is. That thing frightens him. 
anyone who wants to get close to that thing frames him. Not anyone. He has a girlfriend. I say that. But goddamn. No, she only gets close to it once a month. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Wow. I wonder if she even does. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they do when they see each other. Oh. You know. Yeah. Not to make any presumptions, but he sounds tense though. Yeah. Part of what he didn't share is that him coming into this journey really started when he was recovering from an alcoholism addiction and he had a near death experience while going through withdrawals. Mm. And he had this this communion with Jesus, whereas before that he had been sort of a nihilistic atheist. But during this near death experience while recovering from the, the trap house life and being being really fucked up, living a lot of years of his life as a person that he really was not proud of. He had that near-death experience and through which met Jesus. Okay. And uh, started to consider, hmm, maybe there's a different way of doing things. Maybe if if the divine is real, maybe I need to start taking my life and what I do a little bit more seriously. I don't think Jesus mentions dicks once. No. Like once ever in the Bible. Does Jesus talk about the penis? Well, I mean, that's not what they discussed in their, you know... That, that wasn't really part of the near-death experience. It's like, hey, man, you got to stop jerking off. It's just something that um, awakened him, I guess, to a different way of being and thinking. I bet Jesus have the same exact reaction to me right now. <laughs> bro. 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 You missed the point, bro. I guess that's I between know. him and Jesus. And let's keep it that way. God. Let's talk about the Five of Swords. Okay. This is, this is a card about battle. About loss, about conflict, about uh, fake victory. It's the sphere of Gebra in the world of Yetzirah, the world of air, ideas, intellect, right? Gebra, the planet, uh, the sphere of Mars. And it's swords Rat. too, so it's like the psyche. Yeah, It's a exactly. battle within the psyche. It's a battle within the psyche. It's, it's, um, it's defeat is the name, so it's, it's the post-battle cleanup. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, described as like a Pyrrhic victory even for the winner. You know, where even the winner has, you know, lost too many troops to really call it a fucking a victory. Right. Yeah. It's the Lord of defeat. It's a, it's, it's bad news. You know, is uh, one way to hear it or like an argument not going your way or something. Or um, I would also chalk it up to destructive cognitive structures. Absolutely. I was going to say it feels like somebody battling against their own mind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or like, and like, because like, I don't, I just can't see any type of like totalitarian, even though homeboy, he comes. (laughs) He comes. You know, which I think is even worse. Cause like, if you're, if you're coming and then thinking that you're, you know, he says he doesn't beat himself up for it, but like, you're still like actively fighting this war. Even if like, it's a thing that happens sometimes, you could probably just like lay down your arms and like, just be cool with it. But maybe, maybe he knows himself better than I do. You know what I mean? I just sort of take umbrage with the speaking for as generalizations. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, if you know who Venom is, you definitely jerk off. You know why? Because almost everybody jerks. I'm a 33 year old man. Of course, I know who the fuck Venom is. <laughs> Spider Man, like I've never seen the fucking. I've seen like one of their first Marvel movies. But yeah, no, they're dog shit. It's true. It's whatever. I'm a fucking film snob, but that's fine. That's my job. Not a, not actually, but it's my role to be a shitty artist, dude. You know. Yes. Uh, but Venom's one of fucking one of the greatest antiheroes in uh. In comic books, man. Spider-Man was one of the best. Of course I fucking know who mm-hmm. Venom is. Because I'm a dude. That's also why I jerk off sometimes. It's fine. Like, I don't know. To me is this idea of what if what if these aren't succubuses? What if... They're not. 
What if it's actually a, a Dakini, a female messenger of, of wisdom? That's, Could be. That's trying, you know, you're good. Yes, there will have to be an exchange. You will have to perhaps spill your seed and have a nocturnal emission. Is it payment or is it just a nice thing to send someone home with? Exactly. <laughs> is it a thank you? Yeah, it might just be a little thank you. You know, it's like, here's, here's yeah. my vital life force. Thank you for the, the nice stream. What thank you for the mystical information. What could you give? Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. So... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting. These mental structures that we create around ourselves. I mean, I like there's the just there's the whole thing about fucking repression. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And especially with the Catholic shit, it's like it's the it's the being ashamed of like sh- it, shit. We talked about this. I remember when we were discussing fucking Church Universal and Triumphant, the making you feel ashamed of like of of the sex thing, like or even like. What is it? Something about you see a rabbit that's bad, you see a spider that's bad, or something, some shit like that. And yeah, yeah, like some shit that's gonna happen no matter what. That you say, oh, that's bad. So you just keep someone in a constant fucking spiral of shame, right? And yo, be perfectly fucking honest. It's that shame shit. It's that repression shit. That's actually the shit that manifests as like not being fucking cool, right? To whoever or whatever. It's 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 when you don't fucking. When you repress shit and you're all tense all the goddamn time, that's when you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's like you shouldn't be gooning. But like, I don't know. To me, the fact that you do have a less likely chance of getting prostate cancer if you regularly come, to me suggests that like when your body says, hey, I got to like let this thing out. Like, hey, we got to go do this thing. Yo, maybe like listen to your body and shit. Like yeah. don't just do it as an activity because that's not like that's not listening to your right, body. Right, but that's do it. Other give it to that female messenger of wisdom in your yeah. dream. Why not? Get some know. wisdom out of it. Maybe or she's like, not trying to turn you into meat and suck you up into the black void. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you, it's sort of the, it's. What like, do I know? I'm a cum demon. <laughs> but it, it's sort of like the whole, you know, it's replacing an addiction. If you're addicted to porn and you're addicted, it's, it, you're, and mm-hmm. you become addicted to not doing it. Same thing with like militant, you know, non-smokers. Right. Which is less of a thing now that no one fucking smokes anymore. But like back in the day it used to be, you know, the person who quit smoking cigarettes Never shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Right? And I mean, I guess some people, like, do need to impose those kind of hard and fast rules on themselves. Indeed. Or may- or perhaps they want to just to see if they can. Yeah. Which is, which is not just fine. Which is not just fine, but like, hey, maybe encouraged mm-hmm. in whatever way. Like, not necessarily just jerking off, but like, in any sort of habit. See if you can fucking, or habit or whatever, like, or even just something you know is hard. Yeah. See if you can fucking just yeah, not just don't do, do it for a, a while week or something. Yeah, like no matter what that is, you will feel an infusion of life force. Mm-hmm. You will feel really good about yourself. Absolutely, because you're building the muscle of discipline. Yes, you're taking exerting control over that over the prim- primitive instinctive animal drives, which are not shameful and not something to repress, but it's it is something to know you have mastery over. I don't know. And maybe for me, because I'm also fucking crazy and <laughs> my brain kind of naturally imposes hard and fast things on it. You know, yeah. my version of finding balance is trying to fucking let go of that shit. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Just seems kind of. un. All right. I'm going to come down hard and fast and say the subreddit 4chan fucked up. That shit's fucked. Yes. I'm going to say our two interviewees fucked up in their own ways. <laughs> yep. So am I. It's fine. So is she. It's fine. Yep. So am I. All We're all figuring it out. Yeah. And today we had a very weird and interesting discussion about. Uh, I feel so insane right now. I do too. <laughs> I can't wait to be done with this. 
I think we're done with this. We're done. Folks, we have a Discord. We have a, we have a, a Patreon. bonus show. Yeah. You can access them uh, through Patreon. You can get access to all that just starting at just $5 a month. Keep the show ad-free. Support us. Keep us doing what we do. And uh, you can also tell your friends. Leave us a rating and review. Don't tell them about this episode. Or do. Not that it shouldn't be the first introduction. <laughs> if this was the first episode you listened to, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can do some magic in the in the editing room. Yes. And I will. But don't show them this one first. I said we're just jerking off so more times, times today than like the last three years. Alrighty, folks. We're on social media. Yeah, you can the find us. Instagrams just... and the things. Willow Truman, Sequoia Kennedy. Find us. Find the Nonsense Bazaar. Maybe don't if this is your first episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go jerk off. God damn it. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs>